Hey, hey, doing a little bonus episode. Um, like I mentioned, um, this must episode will be mostly about like Naruto's birthday, which is you know, no, November, it's October 10th, so he hope you know that's his birthday. And I think the week before was his anniversary of the original series, so give him a little bit of thoughts about you know that, and then also gonna do a little review of um. Of Sean Key and um and Venom, Venom too, especially with the post credit scenes and stuff like that. So I'm gonna give my thoughts out about that, and then yeah, and then that be it. So this is gonna be a quick episode, nothing too long, nothing too short. So just right. So stay tuned for it. Well, well, guys, so, yep, um, just gonna do a small little thing, like I mentioned before, about, um, about Naruto, um, um, yeah, Naruto's birthday is today, so, I don't know how old he's gonna be, (laughs) but, um, and I know, um, last Sunday, um, was his anniversary for the series, um, so that's amazing, you know, um, um, I actually did like a few retakes on this, you know, particular episode because I didn't know what the, how I was going to approach this episode and whatnot, and John's not going to be it, John's going to do it, um, you know, I'm going to ask him about it tomorrow, um, you know, ask about him, you know, you know, get to birthday to Naruto, right, if you want to, but, um, but yeah, um, Today's his birthday, and last Sunday was his anniversary. And um, like I said, I was trying to figure out the words to say about Naruto as a character and Naruto as a show without really spoiling too much about Naruto because um, what I've learned with anime, um, that's more so than movies, is um, every day you will be... You'll come, you'll come with, you'll, you'll start to know people or talk to people who have yet to see, you know, like Naruto or Dragon Ball Z and, and, and Full Metal Alchemist accounts of animes. So every day, you know, there's potentially a new person who is seeing the anime for the first time that we, that, you know, that I've come to realize with anime. And I've really don't, I've really don't really spoil anime too much because, um, Besides, in the way when we talk about it in, in, in the in the um, um, podcast, you know, there's a few times we talked about certain aspects of it. But I, you know, like now me talking about this, you know, because it's his anniversary and his birthday. Um, yeah, you really can't give too much information about that because, like I said, everybody there's gonna be new anime watchers and new people watching a particular anime every day and they don't you know obviously they're gonna get like tidbits and stuff like that and you know even though that particular show been out for like you know 10 15 or plus years or whatnot you know it's still with an open mind to keep keep it fresh for people who haven't seen that particular anime you know tv you know like you know i i, I give anime a little bit more definitely because anime is a continuous story which um 
which um you know you either like it or you hate it so like um there are some aspects to anime that's different than you know movies and comic books and stuff like that you know and you know and tv shows and stuff like that those have reruns and you know people um you know you know, there's an unwritten code that, you know, if a movie come out like, you know, like for Endgame, for instance, Endgame came out that Thursday and, you know, you had people gave like the whole weekend, you know, that was the only movie I felt like that everybody was like, they gave you a whole month. If you didn't see within a month, then they was like, <laughs> you know, I'm spoiling a movie, but then you had your jerks that spoiled a movie. Um, but we'll get into the Shang-Chi and the Venom stuff later and then I could probably talk about that more. But, um, yeah, but yeah, you know, every day we get countless new anime watchers and viewers every day who never seen Naruto or never even heard of Naruto, but just, you know, don't, don't down that person, you know, try to influence me, you know, and Naruto's a great, you know, it's a good anime, you know, um, obviously, you know, you watch it from, you know, from, from his, you know, his, um, Leaf you know, Ninja Academy days to the Sasuke stuff, you know, and, um, obviously that's basically the story of what, um, Kishimoto, um, yeah, Kishimoto, um, has, that that's his core story, um, as, uh, as, and then you have the, the endless amount of stuff afterwards, which leads into that last episode, that when he does the thing. So like I said, I'm not trying to really spoil the show for anybody who's a new viewer of Naruto and who wants to watch Naruto. Yes, it's been out for years, but still be mindful of people who have yet to see Naruto. Um, and uh, even the movies. The movies are not bad, but they're not good. Um, but um, yeah, like I, like I said, I'm not, I can't talk about, you know, the second series too much because the anniversary is not up hasn't came out yet, I think the anniversary, I think, I think it came out during August, something like that, during the summertime, of when the, when the, um, the, the secondary series came out for that, but as far as the standalone first series, it was, a, you know, it was a great storyline, you know, great character development for certain characters, you know, um, not all characters had great character development, a lot of characters were, were really hated, you know, if you, if you know, you know, you know, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I thought the, the show was a great show. Like I said, I kind of came into it late. I didn't, I, like I said, I said this in previous podcasts, like, I didn't show up into the Force of Death stuff. And I'm um, not going to get too much Force, you know, Force of Death going into the tuning exam stuff with the with the, um, the two-on-two, you know, the two-on-two fights. Yes, um, so though that's kind of when I got into Naruto, and I haven't looked back since. Um, for, um... It's only like a few people that saw my collection, you know, if, um, I've been saying this for years, you know, since I've been collecting the manga, you know, if I, if I love a manga or love an anime, then, you know, if you, if I, for me, if I love an anime, Naruto in particular, I would complete the head soul set. I completed both sets of Naruto. Um, the manga's awesome. The manga is his straight to adaptation stuff of what Kishi wanted to do. Maybe they'll do like a sequel series. Maybe I doubt it, but um what they doing with not right now with the Barto stuff is that you they actually doing very well. I've actually finished reading the manga. I'm actually caught up on the manga. It took me two months to read that. 
So um, I'm done with the, the the manga for that. I'm not even gonna tell you who my favorite character is, and then I'm sure no lady is gonna find out. But I have a new set of characters who I really like from the Boruto series. But the Boruto didn't have to watch the actual anime, um, but I have to kind of butcher myself through it. But I think I, I think I can make it because of the like I said, the character that's. You know, if you know, then the character that kind of showed up, I'm kind of, I've been looking forward to his arc, and he's my favorite character right now in the Balto canon right now. Um, but yeah, you know, like Naruto, a lot of great moments from the original series, a lot of great fight scenes, right? Music was awesome. The music is actually, finally, you're able to um, stream it on, I think, Apple Music, Boo, um, um, Spotify, yay, Spotify. And, um, and countless other um, streaming platforms you're able to stream the original soundtrack from the original Naruto um, if you haven't listened to it, listen to the original soundtrack the original soundtrack is like three um, albums for the original soundtrack and it's awesome, I listened to them um, the other day uh, it's, it's great, you know, so many great memories and songs from that um, from the original series, and I said happy birthday Naruto, you know, I know he's a fictional character, but um such an influential character, you know. Um, you know, he's up there with the with the Gokus and Vegetas and you know and everybody else, you know. Um Naruto's like is actually probably like my my top maybe my top ten favorite anime characters of all time. Um his arc was amazing, you know, from you know, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna really spoil too much, but being a loser or being a failure to becoming the top guy, like that counts over shonen shonen animes. But um, I think this one did it fairly well compared to a lot of other ones. And yeah, he's here to stay. Um, for people who know about from Barto, you kind of know what happened to him, and I'm not going to spoil that one either. But I've read that in the manga. The funny thing is when when that episode came out, I was just finishing up that, I just finished that chapter that Friday, um, so I, besides the people who read the manga, they knew about it besides them, but then the people who just watched the anime of Balto, they found out the same day, you know, like a, like a day, before, day after, you know, I found out about it, so that was kind of cool, because, um, I knew everything was kind of close to what I was reading to, but, um, yeah, um, so yeah, you know, um, you know, congrats to Naruto, you know, for I don't know how many years, you know, it's been for um, his birthday, and then I forgot how long the series, the original series, been out, but it's amazing how long, and it's it's in the t- it's in the big three for a reason, um, as, as rightfully as it should be. Um, say what you want about, you know, people, you say what you want about it not being, it shouldn't be in the big three and stuff. It should be, it should be. Um, Everybody has come to contact with Naruto in some form or fashion. If you deny, then 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 yeah, that's on you. And um, also, um, it's also good to you know talk about some of the um, you know you know the, the countless thing that you know, the, the, um, the ninja headbands and uh, the, um, the 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 infamous Naruto run and stuff like that. So you know. Naruto as a show and as a character has implemented a lot of things into anime culture that we see and breathe to this day. And um, yeah, it, it, it deserves to be in the top three, the big three of anime along with Dragon Ball Z uh, and Naruto. And then, you know, One Piece is up there too. 
But those, you know, I feel like, you know, those two made a big difference into the anime culture. And, yeah, it's only going to go up from Naruto going forward now, you know. I said, we grew up with Naruto, you know, the saw his growth, you know, um, to where he, you know, from from him being a failure to becoming the, 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 the head honcho. It's an amazing thing to see and to see his growth and his maturity and his inner sorts for, for Naruto and his maturity. But to see him uh, become become a household name to some people. And, you know, I'm, I'm a Naruto fan. Like I said, I'm in my top 10 favorite anime characters of all time. Maybe we'll do it. Top 10 anime characters, you know, I don't, um, um, at some point, but, um, but yeah, you know, happy birthday, Naruto. Congrats to Kishi, um, Kishimoto on another successful year of the original series. Here's to another, I wish I had like a glass of champagne. So here's to another countless 15 more years. For anybody who haven't never seen Naruto, feel free to give it a check, give it a look at. It's an amazing. It's on Netflix. It's on you know Netflix. It's on Hulu. Um, it's on you know it's on um, Pluto and the Japanese version is on Pluto, but it's on countless other streaming places and have a watch of it. Um, the dub is actually pretty good. I actually enjoy the dub and it's, the sub is you know the sub of the sub. You know don't that's another thing about anime um, that people need to need to kind of stop doing is you know you know kind of need to stop you know degrading people who like the dub over the sub and stuff like that and I feel like that's especially you've you know I know it's been going on for a while but it's been happening for a minute and people you know people say oh you listen to a dub you know like I listen to it the whole thing so good for you for listening to a sub you know um some of us you know can't I could do I could do both. I don't really have no issues with both. I love both. I love both the actors and actresses who do both the, the amount of time and effort they put into both characters and trying to bring the characters up and stuff like that. So I'm fine with it. I don't have any issue with sub or dub. I'm, I'm I, I listen to both of them, but I know a lot of people, you know, degrade you for listening to one and, or listen to the other and. Yeah, we got, you know, we have to get out that kind of thing, but that's going to probably be for the majority of as, as long as anime is around. So, um, sad, sad part about it. So, um, yeah, so, you know, thank you. Uh, so this is, this is the first part, you know, I said, like I said, happy birthday, Naruto. Congrats, Kishi, for another, you know, year of the Naruto original series. And we'll see you guys, we'll see you next year with Naruto. The next segment will be the review of Shang-Chi and Venom 2. Oh boy. Let's get ready for this mess. Okay. Oof. Okay, guys. So back with that. After that media, you know, that mediation... Now we're back with the um, the review of Shang Chi and um, Venom Two. Um, what should I do first? Should I do Venom? Uh, let's let's get Shang Chi out the way, cause um I think Shang Chi was great. <laughs> um, um, Shang Chi was awesome. Now I think Shang Chi was you know great movie to represent Asian representation. 
Um, I know there's a little controversy with the stuff. I'm not going to get into all that, but it's it's already out there about that. You know about you know about the actor. You know, um, Sibu Lee playing him and stuff like that. But I ain't going to you know disregard him. He was, he, he did a phenomenal job as Shang Chi, bringing him to life. And um, I thought the thought the movie was awesome. His sister done a good job. I don't have like my n- notes, but I I have such a you know memorable. I have I have memorized everything from the movies. Um, I just I don't want to butcher nobody's name. <laughs> so, but um, I know what I what I know from Sumo Lee and um, I forgot his um his his, his best friend name, but um. Um, but yeah, the movie was great. Um, the fight scenes was really good for, um, it kind of reminded me of the old Bruce Lee movies and the old Jackie Chan movies with some of the choreography. So the choreography was really good. And then you get into like the end and, you know, they did the Marvel stuff and, you know, like that. But the first half was really good with the choreography. And so hopefully they continue the choreography and stuff like that in future movies on times when he do show up in the Avengers movies and stuff like that. Cause he, because he can stand out really well in the, um, with the Avengers, with the, his fighting style and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, I thought the movie was good. Great, you know, we got the actual Mandarin, not the fake me, fake me out Mandarin from Iron Man 3. We actually got the real Mandarin, uh, who is his father, um, and, um, great to see how he, you know, how he became the Mandarin and, how he acquired the Ten Rings and everything like that, and yeah, it was a great movie. Um, um, he was a he was actually a very good villain. Like I'm surprised. Um, I said I'm not going to say the guy's name to you know say the names. I wish I wish I could, but um, he did a phenomenal job because the actor that plays the Mandarin, he plays a lot of good characters in a lot of his and a lot of the um, Asian movies. And, but he's probably playing a bad guy, and he did a phenomenal job playing it. I think this thing that was his first time playing a bad guy. And he did a very good job, made me believe him, believe in him in his cause and stuff like that. I'm starting to really see the pattern with their Marvel villains. It's, you know, start off with Killmonger and then Thanos, and, you know, Josh Bowen's and you know, um, Josh Bowen's performance, you know, as the man Thanos, and then you have. Um, the Mandarin and his actor, his actor doing a phenomenal job. So it seems like they Marvel's trying to make up for their villains and stuff like that. You know, even with the TV series with um with Loki and the and the, and the man who named or Kang the Conqueror, um um his actor. You know, um Jonathan Majors. You know that that's just I see big things for him. You know, he's a great actor. You know, if you haven't seen, him, he's in uh. Lovecraft Country, which got canceled, boo HBO. I'm sorry, HBO, but y'all shouldn't have canceled that. That, that show was great. <laughs> but um, um, I'm happy that they um they're getting for you know renowned actors and actresses that play these villains, and it seems like it's gonna get better um going forward. It was hope. Uh, but um, but yeah um, and bringing back some you know actors and actresses from some of the old movies and tents. But um. But yeah, um, Chong Chi was a great movie. Um, obviously, I think you know, I it, it's I think it's up there. It's probably like in my top three favorite standalone Marvel movies after Black Panther. I think I think the representation of it was actually really good, and 
Like I said, but take the controversy aside that they had with it. But you know, the movie itself was really good. It represented to everyday very, very well, and the fighting choreography was really well. Um, and I, I thought the movie was great. You know, I thought the movie was good. Me and father saw it. Um, you know, when it came out, you know, that weekend, and great movie, great build up. You know, great fight scenes. You know. The typical Marvel stuff, you know, you know, with it, but it's, you know, what you expect from Marvel at this point? Like I'm always, I said, I expect, I expect greatness from Marvel going forward. After what they did for ten years for Endgame and the Infinity Saga, I expect great. I don't expect nothing less than great or awesome from Marvel no more. If they set the ball low, then that's on them. That's on shame on me for having too much faith on them. But I have that much faith on them. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, great movie. Um, for people who did not see it, I don't know what y'all are doing. But um, I will say this: even though if you haven't seen it, you know, in the movie theater, or if you're too scared to go to it in the movie theater and go see it, it will be on Disney Plus um, November sometime in November. Um, I think November is the anniversary for Disney Plus, and that was one of the the list of movies that and potential TV series and stuff that's going to be coming on there at day one. So, um, so happy anniversary. That's, uh, that's information that I've, you know, you know, you know, that came out a few months, a few weeks ago about the movie. Um, so the mo- the four movies coming out on Netflix, you don't got to pay for nothing. You can just watch it on there. For people who haven't seen the movie, the movie's already been spoiled already. So see it for yourself. Um, now, um, getting into you know that territory, that those we had two end credit scenes. Let me talk about the um, the second one. Second one was basically Shang Chi's sister. She basically is taking over the Ten Rings. Um, sister since um, their father died, um, sacrificed himself. Actually, sacrificed himself in the movie, and um, she's taking over the Ten Rings. What do we? We don't know if they're for good or going for evil. We don't know. We just that was the second credit scene. Now the main one was the first one. Now the first one, um, this is kind of not in that territory, but Wong is in the movie. You know, we saw a sorcerer that was in the, both trailers, you know, and everything was pointed towards Wong. It was Wong. Wong, um, it was in the movie Fighting Abomination. Come to find out him and Abomination had some type of, you know, broken agreement about about the underground fighting stuff and stuff like that. So he just took him back to wherever he came from. Dude, we still don't know where he came from. Like, why why was he able to get access to Abomination? They didn't explain that. So I thought that was kind of funny to see Abomination. He got got beat to and with a new design too. New design from the um from the um um the Universal Hulk, the first the Incredible Hulk movie. So it's not like the like the new design of the Abom- of, of um, Abomination. It's a nice design. Um, so yeah, you know. So, Sean, uh, so Wong picks up um, um, Sean Chi and Katie, who was his best friend, picked them up and um, b- brought them into the portal, you know, into the source of a portal. And um, he brought them back to the sanctum. You know, I think it's like, I think it's the, um, the sanctum from um, Doctor Strange. And he ends up. Um, so. The reason why they brought 
Sean Chi and Katie over was because they set off a beacon. So at the end of the, the movie, he was able to set off, he was able to activate the full power of the Ten Rings. So that was like, so, and you can see like when he activated the Ten Rings, you know, it's, it's, you, you'll notice when he activated it. So he activated the Ten Rings and he didn't, like he knew what he was, you know, using it to, a full, to its full power, but what what he what, he what he did not know is that it set off a beacon which it, which affected the across the whole universe technically affected the whole universe that even that made Wong bring them in where the two surprises were Captain Marvel you know and her new she had she she got it she she has longer hair which is you know maybe I'm looking more into this and um the second was um my man Bruce Banner. Um D D Hulk um D Hulk age. So he's not the Hulk no more. He is Bruce Banner and he's still on his arm arm um brace. So my theory is it takes place it takes place after Endgame. So um we just don't know how was he able to D D A D Hulk himself and you know and you can tell it takes place like way after Endgame because um, Captain Marvel doesn't have her short hair no more. She has her long hair now. So we don't know how many months or, you know, years it took place after that. But it took place a couple, you know, it took place after Endgame as far as we know. And, um, um, so yeah, you know, um, he brought them in. Um, Wong brought the two in and he asked, you know, Captain Marvel and the Hulk, I mean, Bruce Banner to like, you know, you know, do you know what type of technology this is? Do you know what? And even Captain Marvel did not know like what type of technology it is. You know, to give it off some type of energy that I that he didn't even know, and Bruce Banner didn't even know what type of energy was given off. You know, and um, but you know, and then he, Wong mentioned like you know, it said you know, it seems like you know he was they were telling him like you know, as soon as you activated them to its full power, you set off a beacon, and the beacon is sent you know signaling to somebody, somebody we don't know. It's just signaling something that's out there, up there, wherever in space or wherever it's somewhere. We just don't know what it's signaling, but it's connect, but it's it's it's, it's linked to the to the ten rings. So, um, so that's that's big news as far as the um about about that about Shang Chi as a character. So it seems like Shang Chi is gonna play a huge part in the next Avengers in the in the next couple, you know, ensemble movies because it seems like the Ten Rings is gonna be the big thing now. Um Um so after the credits, you know, um um Captain Marvel left and she um she had some type of disturbance that probably leads leads into her movie her movie and stuff like that with um you know with her with her cast of people and then Bruce Banner basically welcome you know um Katie and Sean Chi into the you know you guys you know welcome welcome to welcome to the freak group so basically basically he welcomed them into the into the you know into everything and um basically giving them a stamp of approval of the Avenger title without giving it the title the Avengers are broken up but I think that they just still recruiting people the Avengers are still there, but you know they're technically a part of the Avengers now, as far as I'm concerned. So, um, 
so Wong, you know, basically said, you know, we're going to keep you in contact with everything and just keep me, just make sure to keep an eye out and keep the, the, the 10 rings safe until we figure out what's going on with them. So that's, that, that was basically the, um, the second, that was, that was the first one. The second one I mentioned about his sister, you know, taking over the 10 rings, um, group, um, and then, yeah, that's it. Um, and then I think one funny, you know, usually Marvel has uses off of something funny. So the funny thing was, um, they did like a karaoke spot and like in the beginning, like in the earlier parts of the movie. And then they did a nice karaoke spot with, um, Katie, Shanti, and Wong. I thought that was cool. I love Wong. Wong is such a great character. He's like one of my favorite side characters after, um, um, Chang from, um, from Ant-Man and, and WandaVision. He's my, he's my, he's my second. Wong is my, is my first. Uh, I love Wong. Uh, Wong is awesome. Um, Benedict Wong is is his is his, is his um his actor name. He's he's doing a phenomenal job as Wong. <laughs> I think he's doing great. So I'm happy to see that Wong is um is is still out there fighting a good fight, and hopefully that leads into something big with the, with the Ten Rings. We don't know, but um my guess is conventional wisdom is that they said the ring's been there for tens of thousands of years. So there's only a few things I can come up with. One thing is the Eternals made it, the Celestials made it, you know, which leads into their movie coming out in November. So I feel like that can be the, the obvious pick because, you know, they've been down there for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and on different planets, you know, and they probably created the Ten Rings and waiting for the right, right for person to activate them to its full power. Or my second option is the kind of not the obvious option but more so the option is like maybe it's galactus i think galactus is probably pulling the strings on this one maybe maybe not i know um galactus is technically a celestial too so maybe we'll get uh, maybe some tidbits of him in 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 terms maybe maybe not probably not but um I would love to see that in the different celestials because they are different celestials and he is one of them technically He's just the, the, the vile war of worlds. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he's probably pulling the strings from the background and then maybe Silver Surfer or somebody put the rings there or he probably created the winged rings and stuff like that. So we, we just don't know who. These are all speculations at this point about the 10 rings and what the bacon is signaling. It, it could be multiple things, but I th- and my God, honest answer, I think it might be the Eternals. But we have to wait and see. That's the whole thing about Marvel movies is the speculation. Um, and then lastly is the Venom 2 movie, the um, Carnage, uh, Venom 2 Carnage. Um, um, as far as that movie, that movie was great. I thought it was good. I don't think it was better than Shang-Chi. But I do. I, I, me personally, I thought it was, was actually really good for, for me being I'm a big Venom Carnage fan from reading the old comic books, Maximum Carnage and stuff like that. So I thought the Carnage movies and stuff, I thought that movie, they did him justice. Uh, Tom Hardy did an amazing job as Eddie Brock once again. Um, and I think he did um, the voice of um, Venom too. You know, I think a deep and down voice. And um, Woody Harrelson, oh my gosh, what job he did. For the amount of time he was on the screen, he did a phenomenal job as um, Cletus Cassidy and the um, the amazing work of Carnage. You know, Michelle Williams is in that movie. She did a great job as usual. And um, yeah, some other supporting characters, but those are the three that kind of carried the movie for me. Um, 
movie was great, you know, it had, you know, it had some jokes and stuff like that, um, I personally like this one more than it's the first one, um, it's kind of the same premise as the first one, but I feel like the villain, more, the villain was more threatening than the first one was, and it wasn't just kind of out there, Carnage is already an established villain as a, as a whole, and, um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was, thought it, thought it was good. I still, I think, like I said, I think Sean T was better. But as far as in credit scenes, I think that this movie was way better than Sean T. Now, and then I think the fight scene, the fight, the the, the last fight scene between Venom and Carnage was awesome. It was, that was basically what I expected from. That was straight out of a comic book in a sense. It was so good. Um, the only thing about these two movies. Like I'm, I'm a big Venom. Venom. Venom is like one of my favorite villains of all times. You know, I know he's an anti-villain now, but he's my favorite villain. But I know um, one of the things that I wish, and I talked to my father about this when we saw the movie last weekend, um, is that I wish that they, wish these movies are rated R. I feel like they just been pushing and pushing the the envelope so much with Venom, and they want to be goy, but they can't because they're going to lose the audience with the children and stuff like that, which I understand, but you got to make that gamble, I do, I do think you got to make that gamble, but it is what it is, you know, I think the, mo- the movie did, the movie did well regardless of whether it was R-rated, I think that, you know, I'm hopefully down the line, I think they probably, you know, will make the movies R-rated, I hope, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think that if they want to keep doing what they're doing, they gotta make him all rage. Venom, Venom eats brains, and you know from the from the comic books and stuff. Him and Carnage are just nasty, nasty, nasty villains, and they do some disgusting things that I think that will be very good with a with an R rating. I know that's kind of you know I know you're gonna be kind of losing the children as an audience and stuff like that, and I understand that, but um, um. But, you know, I, I think that, I think from what we've seen with R-rated superhero movies, it works. Like, you know, Deadpool, Deadpool 1 and 2 did great. And um, a lot of kids shouldn't be seeing Joker, but Joker was great. That won, that won a, you know, won, a, won, you know, Best Actor Award, you know, for Joaquin Phoenix. I know that's kind of... You know, you know, different because you know that's different than Deadpool. Deadpool was kind of like the funny jokester type of you know R rating, pushing the boundaries type of character. While Joker's more of a serious character, you know, character study type character that um that was done with his movies. So um, I know it's two just two completely different movies, but like I said, you know, R rated movies, superhero movies work if you do them right and if you build them up right. So I do believe that maybe one down, maybe down the road, if there's a Venom 3, which, I mean, it could be a Venom 3 after this end credit scene, um, but it could be something where they could probably hash in maybe an R rating, maybe. But I do think that's the only thing that's holding these movies back with me is it's not R rated. You know, they want to make it R You can tell that they want to make these movies R rated, but they can't because they're going to lose the fan base. So, but... um. I'm fine with it being a PG-13. Um, I, I think that's the only thing I do not like about these, uh, about the two movies. Is, is I like the movies for what they are, but I wish it, I just if they could just push, push have the R-rated, I think it would be perfect. I think it would just be perfect, like spot on. 
and both of the movies are actually not that long, especially this one. This one was not not two hours actually. I think it kind of I think it could have benefited from at least maybe a two hour movie. Um, I think that's the second gripe I have with with the movie. I wish it would be a little bit longer with them. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like the jokes and stuff like that, but I thought they were fine because that's how that's how they are in the comic books. You know, they, Venom has like that, that dark humor and stuff like that in the comic books. Because even though it's Eddie Brock on the outside, it's Venom telling him these things in, in, from from the inside. So um, I don't have any issue with that. I know a lot of people did, but I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. And yeah, uh, I thought you know I, I gave it a good score with my father, my pops. So um, now now we get it into. The end credit. There was only one end credit for this one. And my goodness, was it good. Now, I mentioned that um, Venom killed, Venom did kill Cletus Cassidy. You know, he bit his head off, which I was like, I was kind of shocked about that. I was like, oh, man, he bit his head off. Okay. That could have been R-rated, but, you know, um, we, we went through this already. Um, so, he bit his head off, and then after the, you know, Blah blah, and then they go to the you know credits done, and then they go to the um, so basically, um, Eddie Brock Venom they don't run because of what they did, you know, with Cleet with Cassidy and the stuff they had to do to get to him, they don't run technically. Um, as as Eddie as Venom and Eddie Brock have been in the comic books, they always been on the run, they have they never really stay in one place for too long, they always on the run. So I'm happy they're doing that. So, so with this is they, um, so they went to the um, so they end up they end up they end up in this crappy hotel. So this hotel where they um, they went to this hotel and they um were you know you know relaxing and stuff like that and then. Um, they were talking to each other and they were saying like, you know, um, like, um, Venom was telling them like, you know, um, um, do you want to see like all the stuff that happened with me on this planet? Uh, you know, see what happened with me on my planet. So, cause you know, the symbiotes were on a different planet. So he asked, you know, um, um, basically, do you want to see everything that's on my planet and stuff like that? He said, you know, basically you can see thousands and thousands of years of knowledge, and some stuff like that. So he wanted to, you know, he asked him, like, you know, it may fry your brain, but <laughs> you'll be able to see it. That was a nice little joke he said. So while he was trying to show him everything that happened, uh, um, so what happened was that he, um, So he when he when he was trying to show him everything. When he was showing trying to show him everything. So when he was um showing every showing him everything, he um he so this flicker of light just came off and on, and then you it went from a crappy hotel to an awesome hotel, like one of them Caribbean hotels. And I'm like, everybody in the whole, like everybody in the movie theater is like, what is happening? Even clearly me and father, me and father was saying, like, what's happening? So um, 
Um, so the the thing flicker on and off, and then on the TV you see no other than J. Jonah Jameson. You see J. Jonah Jameson on the TV, and he was doing the report that he made about revealing Peter Parker as Spider-Man, and I jumped out my seat. I was like, oh my God, did they just do what I thought they just did? And dad going it. Um, so when he was when Eddie when Eddie was pulling up to the front of his front of his um bed, his um his, his bed, he he was turning slowly turning into Venom, and Venom went up to the TV and he started looking at the TV. You know, like I said Venom is Venom, Venom is a disgusting villain, and kind of weird because you know he um Peter's still in high school, but um he looked the thing and then. He was saying, this guy. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Are they really about to do what I'm thinking, thinking they're about to do? And then then they cut to, you know, a guy coming out the bathroom. And so basically he was he was in a hotel with another guy. But they went past, they went. So long story short, they went through the multiverse without even going through the multiverse. And he didn't do that. So they are in the multiverse. So the possibilities are endless. Like I said, mentioned earlier. Cletus Cassidy was was dead. He killed Cletus Cassidy, but he he's probably back. He's probably brought back now. He's probably alive now because they went back to the multiverse. So we just don't know where he's lo- We don't know where Eddie Brock is located at. I don't know where he's at. It's somewhere, you know. It must be. It gotta be somewhere because you know. It had to be somewhere in the Caribbean because that's kind of what the ensemble of the hotel was like, and um. Um, so, um, so yeah, it, it kind of was like, um, the ensemble was kind of in the Caribbean, so you don't know where they was at, but, you know, the thing showed, on TV it showed, you know, um, J. Jonah Jameson saying that, you know, um, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and, you know, the normal stuff from Far From Home. And I, I was literally like, oh my God, I never thought I would see that in my entire life. Like besides the end game stuff, I would never ever thought I would see this meet up again. Cause, um, um, the funny thing is when I, when we saw the movie, I was talking to my coworker. Um, shout out to my coworker. If you, you know who you, you know you are, he, he was asking me about like, do you potentially see Spider-Man versus Venom at some point? And I said, my heart wants me to see it because they're, they're bringing big numbers, and people love the story between Venom and Spidey. That's that's one of the greatest rivalries in comic book history. You know, you know. Let's be honest. It's one of the, it's one of the greatest villain hero, you know, um, 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 fights, um, controversies of all time. So, um, so what happened was, um. So we talked about that, and I said, "Do you?" Uh, uh, so 
So he was talking and he, um, we were talking about, you know, like, do you see potential? I said, yeah, I do. I said, yeah, my heart says I do, but my brain says no, because, you know, both of them, well, both of them are owned by Sony, but Vin, but Spidey is more so in the, Spidey is more so in the, um, the MCU right now. And what do they need Venom for? Venom should not be in the MCU. But I said anything is, I told him, I, I did, I did leave one thing. I said anything is possible because of the multiverse thing. The multiverse thing is a thing now and anything is possible. We don't, I don't, I don't know, but I'm saying like the multiverse thing is, is here. It's, it's here to stay. So anybody can pop up at the blink of an eye like that. And Gag wanted it did. And I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. I, I was not expecting to see them, see him. And even though it wasn't an interaction between him and Spidey, it's letting you know that there's a potential meetup at some point. Where whenever it's gonna be in Venom Three, Spidey Four, whatever like that, I, it's gonna be a potential meetup. Now my my one of my things I did mention to him, I was like, I was, I don't, I would love to see it happen, but now that it's it's, it's not times out of ten, it's hundred percent probably gonna happen at this point. Now is that I expected. See, the, the whole thing about the Venom-Spidey connection is that the symbiote was on Venom. I mean, it's the symbiote joined with Peter. It made Peter so crazy, you know, not like crazy, but more so like not himself to a degree. And he was hurting his friends, you know. This is at a time point like when, like, you know, I think when Stacy passed, you know, died, um, and then, you know, MJ broke up with him or you know some stuff has happened in his personal life and he just couldn't take it no more and he just kind of the, the, the symbiote latched onto him and he was doing stuff that Spider-Man, Spider-Man would never do like hurting, hurting bad guys you know, you know breaking, breaking their arms and everything like that and doing more damage to like you know the villains such as Doc Ock and Scorpion and countless others that he'd be some beat up terrible that he, that he could never do and um, so I, that's one thing I, I'm, I'm sadly going to miss is like, and maybe this will lead into like, you know, the symbi- you know, Venom attaching himself to Tom Holland. Yes, this is Tom Holland's Peter Parker too. They saw on the TV. Tom Holland's Peter Parker, and he's um, and then he would be a probably find the infamous S, I mean S, the infamous spider on his, um, on, on the symbiote, because he don't have that yet, he don't have the spider, because he, he never was attached to Peter, he was never attached to him, so, um, so, so, um, yeah, so I, I think that, um, but I'm, I'm happy for that, that, I think out of all of the, um, uh, post credit scene, I think that was up there as my, probably my, arguably my favorite after the whole Thanos one from the Avengers game, Avengers movie, I think that was probably the best one because I was not expecting a Venom tie-in to Spidey and so on. And then another three that's been going on is like, you know, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, he said this guy. So, you know, maybe he's talking about Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, my mistake. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Or he's trying to talk, you know, or he's, cause he's he, 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 was, he was saying this guy. So, you know, it could have been that version of Spider-Man or he's, you know, he's mentioning, you know, Pete, um, um, Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man. So, 
the thing is there. You know, the, the I think I think it's inevitable. Obviously, it's gonna happen. We just don't know when it's gonna happen, and it's gonna be amazing. I've been looking forward to this. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking very looking forward to it. Maybe he'll show up in. I don't think he's gonna. I know a lot of people are getting kind of worried that he might show up in um, No Way Home. I don't think he's gonna show up in No Way Home. I think if he does show up, he's gonna show up as a post-credit scene that he's in town. Like I feel like, you know, we got two of them. I feel like we're gonna have. Obviously, I think we got two of them. But I feel like one of them is gonna lead, is one of them is gonna be for Doctor Strange in his movie. Um, the multiverse of madness. I think that's one's going to be leading to him, and I think the other one is going to lead into Spidey and his potential um, fourth outing or Venom's potential third outing or whatnot. So I do see that maybe we'll get something leading into maybe Eddie Brock, you know, um, or something completely different. We just don't know. But I'm just thinking that if it's going to be anything, it's going to probably be those of my two or maybe it's going to be something about the multiverse or something like that in the between one of the two post-credit scenes. But I do see like something happening, like as far as like we may see Eddie Brock's, you know, Tom Tom Hardy's portrayal of him coming into New York or you know getting a job with um with um Joe Jane and Joe um J. Jonah Jameson or something like that, you know, something. But I do think that you know the meeting is inevitable. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be awesome when it happens. And I'm just hoping that we will see the um the black suit Spider Man. I think that. If 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 there was a time and place to do it, it should have been this movie. To be honest with you, or it may, maybe it should wait to the fourth one because I do potentially. I'm not saying any spoilers for, for No Way Home, but I do feel like somebody will die in No Way Home, whether it's MJ or, or um, Ned or something like that. I do see somebody potentially dying in in the movie because um, Peter has a lot to lose in this in this movie. And Peter's the Peter. Um, Peter is the most, you know, um, unluckiest superhero I've ever seen. You know, a lot of people close to him die and stuff like that, and you know, get in a bad way. And I feel like this is probably the movie that will we'll see some deaths. There's some potential major characters that will affect him going a long way. And what better way would be? I said I I I actually speculate that it might be MJ. I think MJ is gonna probably die in this movie. Hoping she doesn't. Zendaya does a phenomenal job. I love Zendaya, but I think to 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 hit it home to the audience that yeah, you know, it's Peter. Peter's done. You know, I feel like you know, Pete. I feel like and Peter is the main guy in the MCU. I don't care what nobody say. He is the main guy. He he is he is. He is he basically took the spot of um of of um he is basically groomed to take the spot of Iron Man. So uh, he is the main guy. Without him we wouldn't be where we at right now. So and I and I think, you know, Black Panther, you know, will be the second in command, you know, and stuff like that. Um and um we gotta see how that movie plays out too. I I know it's gonna be great too. But um I think that um yeah, I think MJ's gonna die, and then that leads into the black suit, you know, in the next movie where he potentially, you know, gets the black suit and he does do all these dastardly things to his villains and stuff like that, and and robbers and stuff like that, and he just do stuff that he shouldn't be doing, and basically, you know, you just he's hurting and stuff like that. So it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be great. Like I said that um, I'm not gonna be tracking away from this, from Venom too. 
But um, like I said, I do potentially see that you know um, Carnage be coming coming back. I think Chris Cassidy will be back. You know, I think that was kind of that was just a one-off thing. I know he's technically dead, but he's not. The multiverse thing is a thing, and clearly, I think he will be back. And I think he'll, you know, I think Woody Harrelson will be back. And I think that we will get the actual Carnage thing instead of the one that we got in the movie. I ain't gonna stop. That's one thing I won't say. I won't say how he became Carnage, but I will say that we probably will get the actual Carnage out, you know, stuff in in a potential movie. Maybe we'll get the maximum Carnage. Maybe maybe we'll get the whole the three the the, the fight that we all wanted. Maybe we will get like the whole Spidey versus Venom versus Carnage thing because that has happened in the comic book, and it was really well done and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I think I think Venom. I think as far as the movie standpoint between the two Marvel movies, I think Venom, I think Venom had the better post-credit scene, and I think Shang-Chi was the better movie. I, I would say that I, the post-credit scenes were, were great for both of those, for you know, great for Shang-Chi, but I think that nothing got out of my seat screaming like yes, like I wasn't expecting that. And I'm happy that they going down this route because I'm, I'm, it's it's great to see this, and more than the whole Venom 2 stuff with the revealing of J. Jonah Jameson and now he is in the whole now he is in the we don't know if he's in the MCU but he has you know he he does see Tom Tom Holland so technically Tom Holland you know the Spidey is still owned by Sony so he even though he's a part of the MCU we just don't know if he's gonna be in the MCU yet it's just not confirmed yet we won't know when it's took unless it's confirmed until we until No Way Home comes out if he shows up in No Way Home in the first credit scene then then it's happening it's gonna happen in the MCU but as far as we're concerned it's still happening in the um, Sony universe the Sony Spider-Man universe which I'm fine with as long as we as long as we get to see see the actual fight between those two the one that we should have gotten in Spider-Man 3 instead of the one that we did get in Spider-Man 3 then I'm fine with it so so yeah, guys, that's that's mostly it. You know, that's I wanted to give my thoughts about that. You know, like I said I did a, I did a few takes on this episode as far as like um, um, Naruto and the two movies and um, so yeah, you know, but I'm happy I finally just sat down and just got it done. So so yeah, guys, you know, um, that's, you know, uh, thank you guys for listening. And this is a spoiler episode, so. Um, there's no way you can watch Venom 2, you know, unlike Shang-Chi, where you can see that on November, or go to the movies and go see it, um, and support the movie, or, you know, or, or Venom 2, you gotta go see, you gotta go to the movies and go see, I don't know if it's on demand, actually, it might be on demand, maybe, but I know you can go see the movie, in the movie theater like that, um, but, um, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Um, we only got two more. We got three more Marvel things coming out. We got the Hawkeye TV series coming out, I think, next month. Um, Hawkeye and Eternals is coming out. I think that's probably the most. I'm actually more. I'm actually low key hyped about that one more than Spider Man because I expect the Spider Man movie going to be awesome. I, I'm already expecting great things from the Spider Man movie. You know, from what it's looking like with the multiverse, my mom always expecting that. I'm more intrigued about the Eternals right now because um, that's that's brand new territory for a lot of people, including myself, with the gods and celestials and stuff like that. So I'm more intrigued with that right now 
than the Spider-Man. Because I, I, I expect Spider-Man is my favorite superhero of all time. So I'm already expecting a classic right there. Expecting something great, awesome off the bat. You know, Eternals or something new, fresh. You know, like Sean Key. Like, I'm, I'm more hyped about those things than I am about the ones I already know it's going to do well. Um, like, you know, like your... Um, like your, your Spider-Mans and your, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that even. Like, you know, those movies I expect to be great. Uh, but like those ones where they introduce new characters and stuff like that and new mythos. I'm, I'm more, I'm more low-key happy about those more than the movies that we get, get right now. And I, I think, like, so we got, like I said, we got Hawkeye coming out, which is, I think it's going to be very good. Which, um, I do think we may see that leading into, um, the potential, you know, Dark Avengers stuff. I think we see see some stuff with that. And um, if you don't know the Dark Avengers, Dark Avengers is looking up online. I ain't gonna give you no tidbit on that. But I do see we see potentially that. I see. I don't. The Eternals. I'm still kind of low key, not knowing what might happen with that. But I know it's you know still not too fond of. I'm still I'm still getting more information about that. But I do see some surprises in that. And and um. Spider-Man. Spider-Man is going to be the last one that's going to end it. End the year off strong. I know 2022 plus have supposedly like, like numerous shows and movies coming out 2022. So that's awesome for my mother's killing it right now. And, I may, and I'm probably going to do a review of the DC fandom, which is next week. I'm probably going to do a bonus episode about that. We don't talk about enough. We don't talk about DC. You know, like I said, I love both. But um, there ain't too much information about DC like that. Um... But um, like I said, like I said before, I do see um, two, maybe a third post-credit scene in, in, in Spidey, but I do see two. I, I do see one of them being Doctor Strange in his movie, and I see a potential more storytelling for, Spide, for Spidey. I see some more continuation into his stuff, you know, I do see that. Whether it be Venom or whether it be... Um, Something to do with the multi multiverse with him. So, um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. This is the bonus episode, and um, um, this will be dropped for um, the tenth. And me and John will be doing the Mortal Kombat episode, and that'll be dropped on Tuesday because I'm 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 technically off on Monday. So, um, so yeah, guys. So thank you guys for listening, and um, I will see we'll hear from you guys um tomorrow.